For some reason, that reminds me of um, mm-hmm. what's that guy's name? That cool. the Persona. The little Gundam, <laughs> Gangnam style. Oh, Psy. Yeah, he has a song that kind of starts like that. Where it's like, really? It's called Love It. It's like something, something, baby. I love, I love it. I love it. I love it. Is there is there a, is, is there a line that says you'll never see it coming? <laughs> hey, welcome to Black and Animated. Welcome. We're talking about Persona Five. Oh, is this like- <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> okay, sorry, just I just started recording. <laughs> That's funny. It's cool. Welcome to Black and Animated. <laughs> It's your hosts, Way <laughs> and Bree. And today we are interviewing a really awesome person, just like hey. in the episode. <laughs> awesome person. Why don't you introduce yourself? I'm Bree. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Bree. Uh. Yeah, Bree. Oh, with an A. Bree fight. Bree. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's okay because it's different. Yeah, yeah it's got an A on the. Wait, how do you spell your B R E. Okay, B R I. Sparkling water, though. No. Mm-hmm. Flavored water. It's not sparkling. Well, yeah. I'm Bria. Like, animated. Uh, okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> let's let's go back to, yeah, what do you do? <laughs> you will know I go on tangents a lot. <laughs> we love tangents here. I am a... Right now, currently a Flash animator at Six Point Harness. Oh, Ooh, nice. In, Just right now, right now, I'm a Flash animator, but um, in general, I'm just a character animator. Mm-hmm. So, previously, I was at Bob's Burgers at Bento Box mm-hmm. working, and then now I left that job, and I'm, I've just started at Six Point like two months ago, oh, I nice. believe. So, I worked in Harmony, Toon Boom Harmony, uh, over at Bento Box, and I haven't used Flash or I guess Animate CC now. I just realized uh, yeah. that they yeah, changed, I was, I was changed the name. Too, right? I was like, Are yeah. you well, like, because it's Flash. No, I know. The thing was, <laughs> I used Flash back when I interned like many years ago, like when I was still at SCAD. And mm. then now I haven't touched it in a while. So then it's been what, I guess, like three years or so. And they've changed, you know, softwares frequently. So now it's Animate CC. And that was an experience <laughs> trying to go back into Flash after using Harmony. Mm. Like, has it has it been like a? Are you missing Harmony right now? Yes. Like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Not even a question <laughs> because it's like a lot of things. 
they're very different programs mm-hmm. and some people are more comfortable you know working with one or the other especially mm-hmm. if you've been taught one like I know at SCAD we get taught a lot of harmony mm-hmm. like that's basically all of our curriculum is surrounding by harmony so and I did get to have one class I don't know did you have Jancy at all yes I did yeah so yes, he's the he's the <laughs> professor I had that taught flash and literally the next cor- uh, quarter after he's like bye guys I'm yeah. moving to California <laughs> and I'm like oh okay it's so hilarious that you bring up Jancy because he did like just constantly did recently. he really <laughs> yeah oh that's awesome because he um he I know this is like slightly off topic but he just um there's that Okay. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. No, he um mm. he's been working on like a collection for his comic. Yeah, the uh, like the he started Norm in two thousand thirteen. Yeah. He started like Did you do a piece for it? Yeah, I did a piece did you do a piece yeah. for it? Awesome. Yeah, because he literally this morning he was like, The book's finally printed, give me your address and I was like, Wow, oh, this is crazy. He didn't contact me. Wait a minute, he didn't contact me. Oh he contacted you? No. Uh-oh. He probably <laughs> forgot. Oh, Dang no. it. Called out I mean, because I still get the updates on my email and stuff. Mm. So I was like, and I saw that he was printing it, and I'm like, it's been a long time. Yeah, no, I got the yeah, same thing. Yeah, yeah. Like, literally, I got the email too. I was just like, oh yeah, right. <laughs> that was five but yeah, ago. he's he's the one that taught me Flash. Thankfully, I took that class because otherwise, I probably wouldn't yeah. know how to use it. But now, it's just really like CC is like a name change, like or animate. Right. It's like animate the same CC. program, yeah, same maybe program, updated a, a little bit from when I used it like three years ago, but yeah. there are a lot of things that are very different, oh, man. like, cause, you know, working with symbols versus working in harmony with like a view of everything, like a right. node view. So it's kind of like you're backtracking oh, a little wow. bit wow. versus how you work and yeah. it takes flash, uh, animate, like crashes so much <laughs> um, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, crashes I, so much yeah, save every five minutes yeah, <laughs> basically I, I took that same class mm. and were you with me in that class no I wasn't oh, I, okay. I took it early because like I think one. he left this, like right after your class but like I took yeah. it probably like a semester prior mm. I think um and yeah and during that time that was when Flash was still kind of like the big thing at SCAD. Yeah. So I came out of SCAD knowing mostly Flash. Oh, <laughs> like they oh. they were just starting to like to make convert to harmony. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. Make harmony the main thing. Mm. Um, like I took one class that like was main harmony. And then I had my senior class. So I was just like, do I use the thing I know or do I do this the thing that I kind of took one class with and I like did my film in Flash. Mm-hmm. Um, so now I'm like, I kind of know Harmony. Oh, it's like a I'm learning. And me, I'm like here. going back. Yeah. Like, do I still, I still know how to use this, right? Just, just, <laughs> just pretend like you know. But it's not, once it's picking it up again, it hasn't been difficult. It's just like small things that I would be able to do in Harmony. Mm. You, you can't exactly do, or it's not as like uh, laid out for you in Flash. So mm-hmm. it's kind of like working around that. Which takes more time. Yeah. And it's like, just different work styles, yeah. but, yeah. And so it's kind of just like, as long as you know how to animate, like, you can Yeah, you know, and, and you, there's easy, easily, if you didn't know a software before, mm-hmm. like, I, I shouldn't say lie. I mean, you can, but you can also, like, cram, you know, a session in, like, on how to how to animate in Flash. There's a bunch of tutorials <laughs> and whatever out there mm-hmm. that if you need a refresher, that's kind of what I used. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I feel like it's... Just to get back Like, getting into... Like, if you want to learn Flash, it's a little... Like, it's kind of quick because it's very... 
like you said, like going backwards. Yeah, like, and then you, YouTuber, it's like going backwards, so it's kind of like a minimalistic still, program, but it's still kind of like you know confusing. Yeah, and it's like program. more easily accessible than Harmony is, of mm. course, because even companies like still use Flash, like like Six Point, they do a lot of stuff in Flash still, just mm. because Harmony is really expensive, really expensive. <laughs> even as like an artist just trying to use it for personal work yeah. like i did that for yeah. a project and it just cost especially to get the full use of harmony like with the nodes and everything mm -hmm. it's like i think a hundred a month or something whoa a hundred yeah so it's like how you you know how you can <laughs> use storyboard pro is like 60 a month right yeah now. and if you're a student so, it's nine dollars yeah month. if you want the full use of like premium that has the nodes because otherwise i think they have a version where you can use it but no nodes and then it's kind of like what's the point because yeah. you're you can't see anything like that you're working that's with. Crazy. That's so when insane. you're used to working that way, you kind of have to go for the big one. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it's well, like, we're broke. <laughs> um, I guess this is a good way of getting to how yeah. you decided to go into animation. Like, uh, imagine little Bria. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> like when, or even maybe yeah. it wasn't even little Bria. Like when did you decide you wanted to go into animation? Like become a character. Animator? Um. Well. As a kid, I always used to draw a lot, <laughs> mm -hmm. but um, actually, I didn't really know that I wanted to do animation until like probably high school, mm -hmm. because as a kid, I did. Oh, I got into I loved cartoons mm -hmm. a lot, and I liked drawing, and I knew kind of then that I wanted to do something creative. I wasn't exactly sure what mm -hmm. exactly, and my dad is actually a graphic designer. So he's really artistic, and I think I kind of got that from him. Right. And we would always watch stuff together, like, Dis of course, Disney and Cartoon mm -hmm. Network and Nickelodeon, all that stuff. Oh, that's so cool. So, and I think for a period, like, I wanted to, I was trying to figure out what I wanted to do, because he knew what he wanted to do at a young age. Mm. And it was kind of, like, pressure a little. Ah. <laughs> Not, like, too much, but also it's like, I knew I wanted to be an artist in middle school. What are you doing? You're, <laughs> you're already in high school. Right. right. And um, I started researching, like I always kind of figured out I like cartoons and I, my friend introduced me to anime in high school and I'm like, oh, this is pretty cool after I watched a different, a, a good amount of series. And then I started looking into... What was your favorite? <laughs> I'm so glad you asked that because I was going to ask that. Inuyasha! <laughs> um, Inuyasha! Inuyasha! <laughs> yes, Inuyasha is... Morocco! <laughs> Sanka! Shiba! <laughs> coats! Oh my god! We know what that is. We're super cool! <laughs> but yeah, Inuyasha was, like, again, my very first anime, and it's still my favorite out of all the ones, even though it's not the best by far, but to me, it has a special place <laughs> in my heart. But... After kind of getting into that and knowing I always loved animation, I took a class. I did one of those uh, week-long uh, classes where you go to a college and take like a mock class for two, like I think a week at SCAD. Mm -hmm. oh, I forgot cool. what it was. It was called. Was it, it wasn't Rising Star. No, Rising Star. I think That's was like the five-week one or something, oh, okay. or like the longer one. It was right. whatever the like a summer seminar right, like a right. Thing, okay, yeah, where you go because I've been looking into different schools because mm -hmm. I kind of figured then I kind of wanted to go into art school 
Uh, Are you from Georgia? Yeah, I'm from from Georgia. So I mean, was convenient because it's right right there. Savannah, yeah, I was closer to Atlanta, so it was like not too far away, Mm. but far enough where you know you want to go to school, and your parents are like. (laughs) Stay home, and I'm like, mm, I mean, I guess I could do this. Same, but yeah, after taking, I did like an animation class at SCAD during mm-hmm. that week, and then it was just really, I guess, I don't know what they do now because it's uh, everything's updated, but oh, yeah. they had the light table mm. still, so mm. you got to do your own, uh, like, I guess, 10 second paper animation oh, thing nice. on the light tables, and then just checking out, you know, the facility and. I like the school, the campus, the vibe, and meeting with other artsy people that weren't just for animation, but other stuff. I was like, this is really awesome. And then I think after taking that like week session there, I kind of decided like, okay, I kind of want to be here. (laughs) Like, (laughs) yeah, this is pretty cool. Like, it was really exciting. So then I've gone forever. (laughs) Since then, I went to SCAD and yeah. What was it like uh, once those four years of college were up? Like, did you have anything lined up? Did you do internships? Or did you just kind of um, like, you're like, I'm going to California. Like, I'm going to try it out. Yeah. I did do, I only did one internship. I kind of wish I had done more. But I my, my junior year, or I guess going into, I guess it was going into my junior year. Mm-hmm. I did, no, no, no. I take that back. Going into my senior year, mm-hmm. uh, I did an internship at this 2D production company in Florida called Echo Bridge. Oh, wow. I don't know. Have you heard of it? or not? It's very small. And when I interned, I interned with my friend, Jewel, and it was like seven of us there. Oh, snap. Like, yeah. So, but I really liked the, their works. Like, they did a, a wide variety of work. Uh, I think they did some stuff for... When I went, they were doing their own kind of original short stuff, Mike and Wayne. But mm-hmm. they'd worked on, I think, Chosen at the time when Chosen oh, wow. was oh, a yeah, thing. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, 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 that's right. And I think they were oh, they did stuff for Axe Cop prior. Oh, okay. So I liked, you know, their art style is really cool. And mm-hmm. the, the people there, are I love them so much. Yeah, I remember when uh, when you were posting about the internship, mm-hmm. when you were, like, working there. And, yeah, they do a lot of, like, uh, I guess anime style type yeah and, and i kind of i think that's kind of what drawn drew me to the, the studio mm-hmm. was that you know you could work with different things and primarily they used flash so mm-hmm. that's kind of where i expanded on my flash use because mm-hmm. i only had that one class yeah i was wondering too i was like didn't they use flash? <laughs> yeah they <laughs> did I remember what did they have you do specifically like, um like moving as an rigs? intern it was kind of like i was kind of all over the place i did a bunch of retake animation for whatever current projects they're working on. I did some cleanup for design work for they're working on a like a superhero type of project. I forgot dang what it was called. <clears throat> but the we were basically cleaning up designs. I did some a little bit of like background touch up stuff. So it was kind of all areas, if you will, about like a production. It was like just thrown in and then nice. during the time there um our boss Steve we did a lot of uh we did like figure drawing as well like he kind of gave us little oh, nice. assignments which was nice because again we were a small studio super tight-knit group of people mm-hmm. but 
Um, I really enjoyed the vibe. Like, everyone was super cool, and then we're all just artists and working on stuff. But I did that, um, and then... I did. I did get a chance to do a study abroad at SCAD as well. Oh, cool! Yeah. Where did you go? Wait, you went to Hong Kong. Right? Yeah, I went to Hong right. Kong. Right. Okay. Cool. I think that was th- that was my junior year, not my uh, senior. Because I did the internship after, but I did the Hong Kong study abroad because SCAD has a campus mm-hmm. where you could basically go for all four years. I just, I wish mm-hmm. I could have gotten. <laughs> that would have been oh, nice. So it's just cool. expensive, but I did a quarter there for three months. About three months. And that was amazing. <laughs> what did you do uh, abroad there? Um, it was just basically you would just uh, take classes like okay. you would at the. What class? What classes did you? I did all of days? my electives there because okay. they do they have more of a digital media graphic presence right, yeah. versus like Lacoste. That was the other study abroad option where they had it was more like photography and painting. Yeah. So Hong Kong was more like a lot of graphic students were there and. Mm-hmm. I just personally took my electives there just because I wanted to have my main courses done with my professors at SCAD, mm-hmm. which was also a good idea yeah. <laughs> right. because mm-hmm. the vibe was really nice, but it was also a little bit too chill for me. Mm-hmm. I think I enjoyed being challenged by my professors over yeah. in Savannah, and it was a lot more rigorous compared to... You need someone the, cracking the whip. Yeah. Like, that's really wrong term to use. But it, like, <laughs> to get you to really understand what you're learning, like, mm-hmm. I would prefer to take that with people I've been with for a few years. Totally. But um, after, so around, I guess, senior year, I didn't have anything lined up when I graduated. But, of course, that's, like, the main question when everyone's going yeah, out like, of school. So, like, what do we <laughs> you do? Uh, yeah. How many jobs do you have lined up? Right, and I know Scott had, like, the career fair stuff. Like, mm-hmm. I did all of that. And, you know, you hear, you kind of get contacts from the career fair. But then also it's like, eh, I'm graduating now. Can I have a job? Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, it's not always certain. So... After I graduated, because I was already living, like, near Atlanta, so I just, uh, I know there was a studio called Primal Screen that was Mm. really close, Mm -hmm. and I think a month after I graduated, because we graduated about, like, June, or end of May, Mm -hmm. it had to been the start of June, or around the time when SCAD let out. Yeah, I know my graduation date was, like, yeah, I think it was. It's also my birthday. Oh my god! I think I graduated. <laughs> but yeah, like after that, um, I kind of was just like emailing everyone because you know what else can you That's do? You, yeah, yeah, and then I think around the time Primal was working on a project for PBS that they needed freelance animators for, mm-hmm. so they hired me on. Uh, I think it was uh, about three months the project would last and it was cool because some of the other SCAD students were there as well that I had like two that I went to school with also got hired on and then two from the Atlanta campus Mm -hmm. I think were there and I really liked it was very like squishy like fun animation like the PBS kids there's like these three mascot characters that they use a lot so very fun you know project I really enjoyed the style of animation, and mm-hmm. so I worked there for three months. Um, and then around the time when the project was ending, uh, one of my dad's or one of our neighbors, actually, a dad like a f- family friend, 
he was telling me he knew I was into animation, mm-hmm. and he apparently knew someone at Adult Swim. Okay. And Atlanta, and so he was like, "Oh, let me like let me tell her about you because I know you're into you know you want to do that." And mm-hmm. I wanted to always work into like in television or mm-hmm. like that kind of you know doing that. So uh, they connected me, and I like, kept in touch with her like one of the project managers over at Adult Swim while I was working at Primal and then they were like oh we have we don't exactly have a creative opening but we have a production opening coming up like for PA and I was like oh I really want (laughs) yeah like I would love to do that and so you know I applied or I applied and I did like an interview two interviews with them and then they hired me I guess they liked me oh cool (laughs) which was super cool and it just happened to be a good transition point from the project ending at Primal, moving on to that, and it was just like a contract job for uh, Adult Swim that was mm-hmm. like seven months, seven or eight months, I think. Nice. Mm-hmm. So I did that for a year, but I always wanted to be here in California right. uh-huh. because, again, I wanted to work in television and... Of course, yeah, all the work. I mean, yeah. there's maybe what in Atlanta, Archer, I think, is done there. Mm-hmm. And is it like a different like, vibe d- uh, down in Atlanta with the animation scene there versus here? Yeah, well, because it's just like with it in Atlanta, there's maybe what three studios or uh, maybe three or four like main studios that mm-hmm. if you want to be hired on as an animator, which is Primal. Floyd County, which is Archer, and then there's the Bento Box mm-hmm. that's in Atlanta. Is Awesome still Awesome Inc. still in Atlanta? Oh wait, awesome that's Inc. true. Isn't that there is or no? no. I thought that's Awesomeness. That's oh, the awesomeness. Biggest. Oh. Yeah, Awesome Inc. I think was also in Atlanta too, but I wasn't sure. Like, do they do more TV stuff they, or yeah, is it's like a? I think they do like whatever is given to them, kind of. Yeah, like, like a yeah. project-based yeah, type of pro- thing. Yeah, project-based, so, yeah. Um, but aside from those three, and like, unless you wanted to work at one of those, or if you didn't like the style. I didn't personally like the style of Archer, so mm. I did a test for them, and it's just not like I'm very cutesy-bubbly, like mm. right. really fun animation stuff, so it wasn't for me, but um, most aside from those, like most of the animation is out here especially mm-hmm. for television if yeah. you want to transition yeah so that was like my focus while at adult swim i loved working there um but again it wasn't you know i wanted to be an animator so mm-hmm. and they knew that too you know i was just like i want to go to california mm-hmm. and it was just really hard to like applying from living in atlanta to california just because uh, I don't know if it's just like an all studio thing or whatever, but they don't tend to like to hire people out of state just because they either a there's like a bunch of artists already here that they right. can hire, mm-hmm. like why hire you and like relocation costs right. like mm-hmm. even if even if you said you want to relocate yourself, they'll still be like. Yeah, but that's too big of a risk, I guess. Right. For like, you, yeah. It's like, I guess you make it's, it's that a, decision. Yeah, you I know? mean, I feel like it's a risk on both sides because it's like, um, mm. you're hiring a person that like you don't really know that well. Like, yeah. You don't know if it's exactly. gonna fit well with the studio environment or wherever they're gonna work. So then, when they come along, and then they're finally here, what if they like? They hate really, it. Yeah, and exactly. They don't want it and yeah, they exactly. Just leave. And then they leave, and then now you're like missing person. Maybe like. <laughs> missing. <so> much, <laughs> well, not missing person, but you're missing yeah. someone in that spot 
that could yeah, be working. that you could have found yeah. Yeah, that that's local, found, and yeah, if, local, if they, you turn them down, it's exactly. like whatever. So yeah, yeah, it yeah. can be very tough trying to find um, out of state work. Exactly. Yeah, I didn't start getting any storyboard tests till like I moved out here. Yeah, yeah and that's same. the thing. Like literally, uh, when I had uh, my apartment, I didn't even move out here yet. I had an apartment here. And mm-hmm. that's when I started getting served. I was just like, I have an apartment. Like, like, I'm going to yeah. move it next month. And they're like, oh, all right. Here's a, a test that you can take. Exactly. Like, the month you move here. I was like, wait, what? Yeah. Because yeah. mm-hmm. I made the mistake. I was doing, I was, I did not a mistake. It was just like when I was contacting studios. And then they were going to like do a phone interview with me. And then I mentioned my, uh, my time zone. Because <laughs> mm. I'm like, oh, so not, because I know they're California time. So I was like, oh. So, like, this time, or Eastern time, he's like, wait, Eastern time? What do you mean? And I'm like, uh, oh, uh, like, I'm, um, in, I'm on uh, vacation. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, oh, you're not. You're like, Yeah. I'm visiting uh, parents. Right? Yeah. And then I was like, crap. And then my dad's like, are you sure he's just not, he just wants to connect with you, like, uh, time? I'm like, no, he, he knows. They're not, they're not, they don't yeah. want me because I'm, yeah. I'm not local. Mm-hmm. It's the so, same with Canada too. Like typically, they mm-hmm. prefer Canadian residents. Mm-hmm. Over Cause, like I, because I think I got contact or I applied for a studio for mm-hmm. a server revisionist position, and then they were like, "Yeah, so are you able to like? We see that you're in the U.S. Are you like able to come up here?" Or, <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. "They're like, are you? Do you have citizenship?" And I'm like, "No." <laughs> and then I never heard back. Oh, no, ghosted. <laughs> Or, like, there's even a studio that was close by here in L.A., but they're based in, I'm not going to say the name, but they're based in mm. Culver City. <laughs> yeah, I told you about this. Uh, they're based in Santa Monica, either Culver City. But because I live in the Valley, um, the recruiter was like, oh, well, you know, coming from that area in the Valley to Culver City is a pretty big thing, and, like, mm. maybe... But, but even then, it's like you're already you're in exactly. the state. You're in the area. Yeah, like, like I'm LA. here, and I said like I commute to work, and like I get there on time. Exactly. But, but the recruiter was like, "Yeah, I'll consider you for other stuff, but like that's uh, weird." And I'm See? like, "Oh, okay." Oh man, that sucks. Yeah, I feel like I'm location, location, yeah, location. I guess, guys. Really. Oh, but yeah. um, yeah. So I wanted to ask about like. Being a production assistant, when you're a production mm. assistant at Adult Swim, what mm. was that like? Like, were you like, oh, why resume, did I do this? Because on your resume it says it's a, it was a digital PA yes. position. So yeah, how is that um, different from the typical ooh, PA? Yeah. So at Adult Swim, we had different departments. We had um, our digital digital department, which was mostly in charge of like all of their website content, uh, the live streams that they continuously air and then like the gaming kind of combined into one and then there was just the more I guess broadcast department that handles not like the actual animation on the shows but more of like the airing of like that kind of schedules for mm-hmm. which is kind of it's, it's pretty cool as well I kind of thought I was going to be in that area mm-hmm. but being in hired, hired on for digital um, I think it was still fun because as a PA, um, you're still kind of working with different creative aspects of Adult Swim. You manage a lot of their, you still work with the shows a lot. It's just mostly like quality assurance, like editing type of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and then 
I was primarily on with a bunch of the live stream shows that they do. So working with the teams that they aired a show every hour, basically throughout the day. The show I mainly worked with was Stupid Morning Bullshit. <laughs> That's what it was called. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And oh, wait, what was it called again? Stupid, <laughs> <laughs> stupid Morning <laughs> Bullshit. <laughs> but uh, and because basically every day they had to come up with a new concept of what to broadcast to the viewers. So and they worked a lot at the time when I started. They were using a lot of Twitch kind of interaction okay. so mm. again all the sh- shows were streamed live and then the viewers would interact and call in mm. um throughout those hours so it was a lot of like set up for each morning show um you know like we're setting up camera stuff or if there's any props like mm. i would be in charge of like prop runs and whatnot so i think that was exciting it was kind of like a mini live action yeah, set and i okay. never worked you know, I've only done create like uh, animation stuff, so working with live action and interacting with uh, viewers was really fun. I thought like a bit good aspect of the job. Um, and then of course they upgraded to like their own streaming service as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But um, not just that show. I got to work with a bunch of the other stuff too. There's one. The main one is Fish Center, which was. A show where they they basically live stream a fish tank. Oh man! <laughs> and it's like they have this tropical fish tank in the uh-huh. in the office, and they live stream it or they put a camera on it for an hour. They do commentary over it, and so they okay. they pre impose like games like throughout the the stream. So they'll put oh, like coins like. They'll edit in coins on top of this tank, okay. and when the fish, they just swim like you know normal fish. They they're not thinking about stuff, but yeah. they interact with the fish as if they're like, oh my God. <laughs> like they're like, they're getting these coins and like are doing these things That's and have so personalities. <laughs> okay. And then the viewers come. You, it's weird because you come to love these fish, oh. <laughs> and you form like a relationship with the fish because you have like a favorite. Like, you the viewers can vote. Uh, for you know, who they want that they play games with the 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 creators and then they'll the who do you want to give your points to for the week right. and then it's like oh give it to Eel Hamburger who's the Eel <laughs> his name is Hamburger yeah or give it to nice. my favorite was uh, a puffer fish called Blump it's Aww. weird Blump yeah and he was the cutest little fish Aww. and even when one of the fish actually died on on the time i was there oh, they no. had like a whole like funeral no. oh my god we buried oh. the fish outside of wow. william street oh my god okay that so, sounds like such an epic experience. i mean it's just do they like still do this fish sensors yeah fish center is still ongoing i think Whoa. the time has changed now i think it airs a little bit later mm. but just getting the chance to work like there's at least I think there were like seven different shows happening throughout the day, so getting a chance to jump between each one, they're all very different. Uh, we had like a period when hoverboards were a thing. Right. That was right. that time we had a hoverboard race stream, <laughs> where we had staff members uh, get to you know race around the office on hoverboards, <laughs> and then the viewers would watch. It's kind of just. Yes, you know, figuring out what people want to watch, and are just and all of a sudden they're just basically like yeah, whatever. Just so, yeah. Like just hearing those. They do what they want. Thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but, but it, it, yeah. it also kind of just feels like 
performance art almost, but like you know, just yeah, online. in a way. And like, you have yeah. to be, and they like coming up with the stuff to do or to talk about, like stupid morning bullshit, for example. It was like a little mini segment where they did what's like the news, what's trending in the news, and talking about it and their thoughts. But then they had to have a second part, or like the last half hour, where they do whatever or like mm. make a, a theme for the day or mm-hmm. something. Like we had like a serial killer day where we just oh did a bunch of serial killer games or not game. Oh, okay. <laughs> so like, but like more than <laughs> well, or like topic. It's very topical. Okay. So, or we so had like, like a spa day, or, yeah, oh, okay. or okay. something. So mm-hmm. it's like something that the viewers can interact with. Or mm-hmm. and then during the ho- the election was during the time I was hired as well. Oh, okay. Even though they didn't want to touch too much on political stuff right. because yeah. that's you know a weird area. But, yeah, right. you know, mm-hmm. making some kind of connection to the politics and mm-hmm. stuff. So. I mean, we burned a Christmas tree. <laughs> what? And what is... uh, we put fireworks on a sex doll. It was great. Oh my god! <laughs> but I, so, those so kind of things. Crazy cool. And it's like that's it's like slam. Yeah. That's <laughs> part of what it's I did, slam. and of course, there's like the other part of the job where it's mostly like the Q and A stuff, where you you're mostly like checking over the streams, making sure everything's running smoothly on the website. Mm-hmm. Most most of like the administrative work. So it's like half and half. Mm-hmm. But I really liked the <laughs> the live stream. Yeah. yeah, that was the, that was interesting because you didn't know like what could happen each day. Are you just? Do you look back on those times and think mm-hmm. I feel like burning a Christmas tree? No, <laughs> I love Christmas. <laughs> Christmas. Well, we had some issues though with I think a security guard at the uh, adult some. So you burned his Christmas tree? No, no, no. <laughs> no, no it wasn't like we didn't like that. This, we didn't like the security he, guard, so we played the no, serial killer. No, no, no. We had. The security guard was great. It was just, like, um, we had a prior instance where we tried to use, like, I think some cooker in the building, and it kind of caught fire. And it, it well, it didn't blow up anything. There was just a, some fire issue, and they were like, you can't burn anything in the studio right. or something. So, and we were trying to burn, like, we would kind of sneak around and kind of, like, find areas where, like, they weren't looking, like, there was a Barbie doll burning thing oh that we did. Gosh. You wanted to see if it burned faster than, like, meat or something. So we we kind of snuck underneath. <laughs> and, we're, and we're filming it being burned. And we're like, is the security guard coming? But for the Christmas tree thing, since they already... We couldn't burn it on top of our parking building thing. Mm-hmm. So there was, like, a section right across uh, the street from the William Street building. Mm-hmm. So technically, we weren't still on our property. Campus. Yeah, it was <laughs> off campus. So we went over there. Put the tree down, and then we lit it on fire. And then the security guard, of course, was on the roof watching. Oh, <laughs> the security guard is like shaking his head. But you can't do anything because like... hey, we, we got the we got the go. You okay, got me this you know. Time. So it was just like I mean, yeah, <laughs> we were. <laughs> It was like that kind of a. That's how they roll down there at Adult Swim. Yeah, Adult Swim there. (laughs) Everyone's really quirky and cool, and Mm -hmm. it's it's it was a lot of fun. Like the whole experience, like just uh, even though it's completely different than what I'm doing now, Mm -hmm. but it's still being creative and working with other people and having that mindset was a good learning experience as well. So. 
Yeah. So cool. And how did you transition from working over at Adult Swim to making the journey? (laughs) 3,000. Right. 4,000 because it's further away. It's in the East Coast. Oh, oh, yeah. 5,000. I'm going to say more than 5,000 miles. (laughs) (laughs) Longer than a day's journey. Long time. (laughs) Many Um, miles. Yeah. Well, while I was at Adult Swim, I was saving up to. Cause I still wanted to move here, uh-huh. so and I was living because I my house was like literally super close to from Atlanta, so I'm like I'll just stay with my parents while I save money, you know, and then plan for this move. And I basically told them once my contract was ended with Adult Swim, like I told my parents, hey, I want to move to California, mm-hmm. <laughs> and they knew this, and, I, and they're like, okay, do you have a plan? Because I didn't have any work lined up, uh-huh. and I was like, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm. A pretty big planner so mm. I had I had like a, a spreadsheet nice. <laughs> of like my savings I'm like you can't say no to me because I have it all laid out I know my parents were like we want you to stay I'm like yeah I know but this is what I want I have to like live my life mm-hmm. so I basically gave myself a three-month period kind of to see if I could find a job mm-hmm. because California is what it is it's expensive LA mm-hmm. And without having work, it's super tough. So I planned to move. I think I moved out. It must have been the beginning of August is when I moved, which I probably should have done more research as far as, like, when's the best time to move. Was it August 2016? Yes, 2016. Okay. Okay. Oh, but prior to this, before my move, (laughs) I was planning a trip to Japan. (laughs) Oh, snap. You're just like, you know what? I need to spend more money. (laughs) The Japan trip was in the works, like, two years prior, and I had been saving for both. Oh, okay. And then, so I figured the best bet would be to do my international travel before I decide to move across the country. Was that a good idea? No, I did it, yeah. I went, um, because, you know, like, if you already moved and then you, like, say, I'm going to go on this trip for two weeks. Like, they're going to be like, what the heck, you know? So that summer, I did the Japan trip in July. It was amazing. Mm-hmm. It was the best thing ever. And then I moved to California in August, like literally right after. I was like, I need to find a place. And then I found a place. And then I'm like, okay, I need to start this. So um, while I was looking for work, because of course, you know, I think when I moved, the time was not the best because as far as hiring for studios, mm-hmm. Uh, I think typically September or when fall is about to start is when studios are looking for people. Mm-hmm. August, I think from May or June to like August is kind of like a dead period or really slow mm-hmm. because seasons aren't running. People aren't doing vacation and mm-hmm. they're not looking for people. So that first month was like, ah, uh, nothing. But I knew I had to have money to survive there. So I did like a hostessing job. And then I kind of did work two jobs because I did a hosting job, but retail money is like nothing, (laughs) minimum wage. So I got a job at Barnes & Noble of all places. Oh, snap. And that was like my dream retail (laughs) job. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, Barnes & Noble was my dream retail job. I never got hired. I'm just like, I'm like slightly bitter. (laughs) Right? That's why I went out here. When I moved out here in September of 2016, Uh I applied at Barnes & Noble, like three different ones. Oh, no. I got rejected from all three, and I'm like, why? Well, same thing. I had applied for Barnes & Noble prior, and so when I applied out here, they were like, oh, we're doing group interviews. I think I did the one in Glendale. Wow. They're like, oh, we're doing a group, uh, group interview. Come. And so I went, 
a group interviews are intimidating. <laughs> they are. Just because are it's like you're in a room and you they kind of like the, the manager's in the front and then they're asking you like qu- general questions to everyone mm-hmm. and you kind of have to be the person to like come out of your shell and answer like try to like I mean try to answer every question but sometimes people don't want to you know they're yeah, shy they're like, so they're gauging right. you know what kind of yeah, person you, you are wow. how you can interact with a group of people yeah. so if you're like outgoing and you're gonna you know you're direct with them and then they're gonna notice you and they'll call you back for a personal one oh. so but the group interview <laughs> we were all freaking out and they called me back and, and yeah they liked me so they're like we want you. And I'm like, I'm working in this other job, but can I still work here? Yeah. So I did two jobs oh, while I was looking. And I think I was on like an adrenaline high because people think, oh, two jobs here. You have like no time to apply. And I was like, no, I'm just, I'm so happy to be in California. <laughs> because. Do you, do you look back and think like, how did I do that? <laughs> or I mean, like, a like, part of me does <laughs> because again, like I had always wanted to move here mm-hmm. for many years. Uh, and even though animation, I did want to move for work, a bigger part wanted to just move to live because I like the vibe here a lot. Mm-hmm. So I worked two jobs and then I also, you know, submitted stuff during the day when I wasn't working because I worked at night, like typically. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I think uh, at the end of the second month, because I was kind of getting nervous because it was coming on three months, my savings were dropping. <laughs> Because, again, you know, working even that much, you still don't get enough. Uh, and there, one of the ladies I was staying with, she apparently was a member of the guild, like the animation guild out here. And oh, she had okay. worked for Disney a while ago. Of course, you'll meet, like, you know, everyone here works. Not everyone, but a majority of the people, like, in the Valley, you know, are either actors or they work in the entertainment industry. Right. But she got, like, emails from the Guild about postings and stuff. So I applied, I think at the time Bento was hiring Mm. for Harmony Animator. And I'm like, I know Harmony. (laughs) (laughs) So I decided to apply, um... So I had tested, I think, for Titmouse prior, mm-hmm. but I didn't hear back. It was a story test, mm-hmm. and I'm primarily an animator, so I was mm-hmm. like, I can, you know, I'll try, mm-hmm. but... Wait, was it the Big Mouth test? Yeah. yeah Did you I, do it too? I got that test oh, too. Oh, nice. <laughs> oh, snap. But I'm just not as confident in my boarding ability, but I was like, you know, it's it's something. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. But I did the I did a test and or the, for Bento, and I was like, oh, it's a Bob's test. <laughs> <laughs> and it's funny because I was... Using when I was doing the Big Mouth test, mm-hmm. I was using Bob's as reference. <laughs> so I was watching a lot of Bob's For all the burgers. Staging, right? wow. Yeah, I was yeah. watching a lot of that. So when I when they contacted me to take the test, I was like, I've already been watching Bob's for the yeah. past two weeks. This is perfect. So I did the test, mm. and I I don't even know how I did that test because like I know I pulled an all nighter because I was still doing my host like my two jobs. So mm-hmm. I had to like come home and still work. Mm-hmm. And then, so I did that, but I submitted it pretty early because I figured, you know, my, I gotta look, I gotta look good and maybe, they're like, oh, you already finished it, it's great. Mm-hmm. Um, they're like, but we're waiting to hear back from, you know, more tests before they come in. So mm-hmm. I was like, hyperventilating because I'm like, mm-hmm. I need to know now. Yeah, like, <laughs> like tell me Literally now. two months. And yeah, then, so, good. <laughs> I think it was like a week or two of like the waiting period. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
and I was like freaking out because I wasn't get, uh, getting enough hours from the restaurant job oh. and I'm like uh oh yeah. and then when I was working one day <laughs> at the restaurant uh, my, I saw like my I had a missed call mm. and it was like a California number because I'm from Indiana so yeah. it's like oh I can tell when this is like a California I'm like oh, wait someone called me and I checked my email and, and then they were like one of the producers at Bento Box was like Oh, uh, I tried calling you. Can I talk to you? And I'm like, oh. So I told my host, I'm like, I'm going to go to the bathroom. <laughs> and I called them back, and then they were like, we really liked your stuff. Um, they did say, because I had was still kind of fresh out of college, mm-hmm. like, um, you know, that was still kind of fresh, but they really enjoyed, like, my test. They thought I did really well, and they wanted to hire me on as a trainee. At, on Bob's Burgers, and I was like, yes, <laughs> like, uh, yes. <laughs> so I, I told my boss at the restaurant, I'm like, bye. <laughs> I'm like, double middle like, finger. Like, when can you start? I was like, next week, bye. <laughs> See ya. Just like flipped over like right. a bunch of people's plates and tables. I mean, no. Like, Deuces, I, I finished my shift. Okay, <laughs> I didn't just walk out like some <laughs> restaurant people do. Oh boy. That's good. Be perfect. But, yeah. Um, and that was just perfect because, again, I was coming on the end of those two months and I was freaking out because my savings were going down. I would have to go home otherwise, you know? Like, mm-hmm. So, yeah, I got that job. And and after that, um, I decided to move into like my own place. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I figured it was time. Yeah. And because I like living alone. So I was like, yeah, why not? And. Mm-hmm. Um, and after that, I think while I was doing all of that, cause even more so than just working two jobs, I decided to, I was doing a lot of figure drawing sessions. Because mm-hmm. uh, I, when I moved out here, a lot of my contacts that were here already were like, you should go to these sessions, network with people. Mm-hmm. There's a bunch, of, like Tip Mouse does their sessions. Mm-hmm. I did a couple of those. And also the guild has some classes that they offer for non-members. Mm-hmm. I think it's like 200 a uh, for a 10 week period mm. and you can do storyboarding, character design, like all of that stuff. So I signed up for like all of that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I did two classes I'm and I'm going request the guild. Are you really? Yeah. Who's your, who's your teacher? Um, it's Dave Chilst. I can't pronounce his last I name. Think, I think I had Carl. Not, not oh, that's her figure drawing. I'm doing a storyboarding one. Oh, well he did a storyboarding one oh, too. Oh, he did too? Oh. Yeah. When I, when I took it, but so in the time when I got hired at Bento Box, I had signed up for two classes, mm-hmm. and also I had t- signed up for a freelance gig because I wasn't sure again about mm, right. money. So yeah. I signed up to do basically a film. Whoa! <laughs> oh boy! And I was like, crap! <laughs> literally, like, mm, I, don't, I had I don't need a grade. I thought right? I, was, I thought I was doing a lot prior, and then getting this job or that job, I had like I I think I. Messed up myself. Zero down in free time. Oh no, I'm not gonna have a life. (laughs) But I just wanted to be sure, you know, it's all like backup stuff. Did you end up doing all the classes and that? Oh, I just I had two classes. I had a storyboarding and I had a perspective actually. Oh, perspective. Because I wanted to get better with those two areas. Um, But and then I had you know the Bob's job and then I also was doing freelance. Mm-hmm. On the weekends, mm-hmm. so the period between like September and like I guess February was very hectic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was a lot of fun. 
because I, you know, got to meet people. A lot of SCAD students were here yeah. that I had, n- a few I had known already, like Caroline and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then a few that I met that were a year younger than me that had mm-hmm. just graduated. Oh, mm-hmm. cool. So, and then from my Barnes & Noble job, I met a girl from North Carolina. Mm-hmm. And of course we were like, Southerner! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then apparently UNC has uh, internship program that brings a lot of people out for film and in that entertainment industry. Mm-hmm. So, literally, like 20 of her college friends were out here already. Wow. And she was like, Come to this party. And then I met like wow. so many people, and yeah. I'm like, They're all really cool. <laughs> so, that was lucky, I guess. Yeah. yeah. So, I so I got to you know meet people outside of you know SCAD that is a lot of fun, but. And some uh, one of the dudes I met, he knew one of my hometown best friends. What? Because oh. he works. <laughs> yeah, he was. He works in theme park, the theme park industry like, mm. concept, okay. and she is also does engineering for theme parks. Mm. So I just like, oh, that's really cool. You do theme parks. My friend does theme park. He's like, wait, what's her? Um, and he's like, <laughs> uh, and Florida. She's like, is her name Rebecca? I'm like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> what? He's How like, do you know this? She's like, <laughs> I'm like, she's amazing. We met like a, a theme park or convention, and I'm like, what? Wow. <laughs> I'm like, how do you? And ha- for cool. us to meet, like that was wow. insane. Yeah. Wow, and you'd think like LA <laughs> would be this huge place, La La but I guess La La. the industry that we yeah. work in, you end up meeting. You meet people. so many people that know, like the people that you know, and then that person. Knows exactly, the other right? Person. I work with that person. What? <laughs> I had an Uber driver that knows uh, a woman that I connected with at DreamWorks, who's what? a production supervisor, and because she, she was telling me about, well, I was telling her about the podcast. Yeah, and yeah. She was like, "Oh yeah, like there's this woman at DreamWorks that I think you should totally talk to," and I was like, "Wait." I'm at a. I talked to a woman at DreamWorks recently. Uh, is her name this, such and such? Is, is, is such and such? And then she was like, "Yeah," and she does the. You know, she does that thing on the side, and I'm like, "Oh my god, this is the exact same person." She's like, "How do you know her?" <laughs> because you know, because of this reason, and it was like, "Oh my yeah. god, small world." I know. Right? It's super crazy. That's LA though. La-la. That's cool. <laughs> La La Land. I La-la. love that movie. <laughs> La La Land. So. All right, you're working at Bento. Mm. You're taking classes. Mm. You're um, doing freelance. <laughs> yeah. You're slowly going insane. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so crazy. How did, how did you manage like self care and whatnot for yourself? Because that's like a lot. That's a big thing. Yeah. That a lot of artists tend to neglect, myself included. Yeah. Because <laughs> I know. Because working, you know, the bento job was, like, full-time, so it was 9 to 6. Mm-hmm. And, you know, getting burnt out was the thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I know, so I, I will admit, I did skip a class or two from the thing, because I couldn't. Sometimes sometimes during the week, they were, like, night classes. Yeah. So it was literally, like, right after work. Mm-hmm. And sometimes, like, stuff happened, and you couldn't go. But, um... As far as the freelance thing, uh, in the beginning it was fine because, you know, when you're starting a film or any kind of project, you have to write it, board it, all that stuff. Mm. It's like the animation part that takes the longest time. So the first few months was like, it wasn't that bad. And I would just do it on the weekends, like a little bit here and there. And then once it got closer to like the actual animation, because I basically did it all myself. I did hire some of my friends for, like, background because I can't do layouts Mm. (laughs) at all. But everything else I did myself, and that was 
a fun time. So this is a film that you're working on yourself? like you're Yeah, directing? it was for this. While I was working, there is a company called Amaze, and they do, um, like, basically animated films for, like, sex ed stuff mm-hmm. or topics surrounding that. Mm-hmm. So they hire on a bunch of, like, animators. It's most it's all remote, you right. know. They'll just kind of talk with you. But, right. um... And they hire you on to make, like, a film. It could be anywhere. I think they don't want it to be, like, a super long one. I think mine just happened to be long. Because <laughs> I was overly ambitious. And, you know, I want to do all the things. And But it's, like, a short video based off, like, topics. Like, mine was bullying. Someone else might have, like, pregnancy or, like, STDs or that kind of stuff. And they show it to, <clears throat> like, I think middle school age, mm-hmm. age group. So I thought it was an interesting project, and you can just basically do whatever. You just have to approve right. what you want. So mm-hmm. you can make it however fun you want. Um, and that's also when I used Harmony as like <laughs> as my software. I probably right. should have used Flash, but I was confident more <laughs> right. so with Harmony because mm-hmm. I was working with it at work, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it was just... There were moments when I wasn't not social. Mm-hmm. I mean, typically I am a pretty social person, but I had to get the projects done. Right. And, you know, putting in the amount of time, you know, it's like kind of forcing yourself when you've already worked to continue working. Right. And I just became like a habit. So once the project finally ended, the freelance one, um, I think it was March or something, or April or March. It, it had to like re take a step back and be like oh this is what it's like to have fun <laughs> this is what it's like to not be working as soon as you get home <laughs> oh, because yeah, that's right. i didn't really realize like <laughs> i had like no free time oh man but i did you know force i did take a step back sometimes to go out with friends on the weekend because i want to you know it's be social yeah. new and new in la you know you still want to uh, get acc- acclimated with mm-hmm. everything. You want the sunshine to touch Right? I want to go out. Yeah. I want to explore. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to be stuck animating. Mm-hmm. But I think for the future, I don't, I personally wouldn't want to do a freelance job on top of a full-time job because mm-hmm. I think you get easily burnt out and you, it does take, your life becomes work. Mm-hmm. Right. But in the case where either you're a freelancer and you take on multiple projects, that's fine because that's that's your job. You're freelancing. You're yeah. not doing that and working full time unless I don't know. I guess if you really want to do that and you think you can juggle both, because I still had again the classes on top of all of that. Mm-hmm. So I think it's possible if you you, know, you want to take that step. But even like all of that took away from like doing any kind of personal stuff. Because like, mm-hmm. even after the period where it ended, I was very still kind of like recovering, you yeah. know? So you still don't want to do personal stuff <laughs> because you, that was kind of like a personal project that you did for someone else. Mm-hmm. So, but after that, it was, it, I was much happier. <laughs> How did you, uh, did they contact you? Like, oh, hey, we're interested in like... Oh, the Amaze thing? Yeah. Um, again, this was through another contact, which contacts are <laughs> the yeah, best thing that you can have. Um, important. One of uh, a family friend, he knew another guy, I guess the one of the 
guys in charge of, I think, produ- either pro- producer or, like, in, in charge of the animation production over at Amaze, mm-hmm. and he mentioned that, you know, I was moving, I just moved out, I was looking for, you know, part-time stuff or freelancing stuff, so he reached, I reached out to him, he gave me his, like, information, and mm-hmm. I was like, hey, you know, I'm available, at the time I was available, <laughs> Like, I'm down to do this animated project because I like to, you know, continue working mm-hmm. while I look for jobs. Mm-hmm. So, and that's how I got that uh, uh, offer. But I think if you knew about it, you know, you can still reach out to them because they, they're always looking for animators, you mm-hmm. know, to do little videos. They continuously do it throughout the year. Mm-hmm. So, um, but yeah, that was how I got that job. But again, I think Connections is like, big stressor i would say because even if it's just like a contact they they can know someone or know an email that they can give you to such and such person Mm -hmm. and then you can reach out to them you know they might not always get back to you but hey it's like another branch or someone that you can reach out to they might not have work then but maybe later you know yeah just keep on stuff keep on poking them not not to an <laughs> not aggressive degree. not every day <laughs> like every every couple months right just fill them in like every uh, single <laughs> day every no, moment no, no. <laughs> you didn't respond to me five minutes ago <laughs> where's my reply <laughs> right but because I know uh, as far as like reaching out to people mm-hmm. I don't I, I think who was Patty was she our Pat Helbig Pat Helbig yeah I typically do, like, especially when I was looking for work, I think just give them, give them at least a week to respond to you. Mm-hmm. Don't do, like, every day. Or, one of my, to be honest, one of my producers at this company I'm at now, he said he pestered someone, like, two to three days. Oh, wow. And I was like, wow, that's brave. <laughs> oh, snap. Like, before he got his job. But, I mean, I guess really it, it might depend on the person or how willing they are but right. i think giving them at like, least a week yeah, good, yeah. like to just because yeah, like, they could yeah. be busy with other stuff you know you never right. know what their schedule is uh-huh. so and you know or if you have something change in like your availability or you know like hey i just updated this on my portfolio right like they're they would love to know that kind of information especially if they're hiring like you might present something that like oh we want you because we're doing this new thing in like a few weeks but mm-hmm. We could use someone like you for yeah, so. Yeah, never know. Yeah, never know. Until you just email like, oh hey, like you know, I haven't emailed you in like a month. Or yeah, so. like, like what's going on? Like, here's do you need stuff, work? Or, like, yeah, do exactly. You need yeah. Because mm-hmm. you know, just letting them, keeping them aware of your availability, and then also, if you constantly update or like, if you keep in touch with them, they know. Like you know, yeah. you really are interested. You're not just like. Yeah, Whatever. Like, I need a job and I want to work at your place. And you're, yeah. you know, like persistence can be helpful sometimes yeah. too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You said that you were technically an, an assistant on Bob's. Like what? Oh, as an animation trainee. A- animation so, trainee. Trainee. Like what? What did they have you do that was different from a full-on animator there? Um. Well, <laughs> I was kind of doing like the same amount of work as they... <laughs> so you were like trainee yeah. Wait, like did they did they start you off doing trainee style stuff and then like slowly was building up or I, I think, were they I, I just like it was kind of just... this entire 30 seconds you got a week well <laughs> as far as the workload i think 
the trainee part of it came in towards like you know when you're first starting out they don't put you on like the giant shots because mm-hmm. there's a, it was a group of I think like six or seven of us mm-hmm. so because they're you know, they animate in house yeah oh well, they do it's kind of both okay mm-hmm. so it was like they do retakes and like the credits and stuff in house but they do like a rough pass overseas mm-hmm. um but yeah like starting off. Um, they, did, they didn't automatically put me on, like, animate this from scratch type of thing. You know, they were, you know, trying to get me used to the style of the show. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, working on smaller stuff. And then gradually, the as I was working on different episodes, you know, you, you kind of, like, pick and choose what you want. And I, as a team, it wasn't, we didn't really have assignments. More so as, like, you can just pick a shot that you would want to take on, mm-hmm. which was nice. Because um, sometimes, you know, if you're if you're like, I don't want to do lip sync today, or I want to do something, you know, fun, or like something challenging. So mm-hmm. you kind of determine, you know, what you wanted to do. Mm-hmm. As long as, you know, the show <laughs> continues, like you meet your deadlines and stuff, you know, it was pretty open in that way. Mm-hmm. Um, but my supervisor was very uh, accommodating as far as like giving me advice. Um, and like little tricks and stuff to use because I only knew my experience from SCAD, you know, using Harmony yeah. and whatnot. So, and a lot of the people that I was working with, most all of them basically that were in my department had worked in the industry for at least like five years mm-hmm. on different stuff, and they kind of knew each other because at some point they'd worked on shows together. Mm-hmm. So you know, they were telling me you know stuff that ways I could be more efficient with my animation and making. You know, working faster, little tricks, little cheats. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, that was really helpful to learn. Um, you know, if I had any kind of node issues or whatever. So my whole crew was very, you know, they're like the best guys. <laughs> it was literally me and like six bros. They were, <laughs> I was the only girl. And I, I was like a little baby. Because <laughs> no. I, you know, just came from college and they all been grandpa's working in the in the field that's interesting that you bring that up though because like Mm kind of going into that like being the only you said you were the only woman there not in the whole not on like the whole show but on your on your yeah yeah, in your your team in i think before i was hired because i think the staff i think typically they go around six or seven maybe five or six but i think at the time i was hired on it was seven Mm -hmm. they brought on and one of the, I think there was a, a girl before me, but she was leaving to go to Warner Brothers or something, like mm-hmm. a different studio. So they needed, you know, more people. And I, me and uh, my fr- other coworker came on. Uh, yeah, I was the only girl. So, and I think in the general studio, of course, the majority is the male majority. Yeah. Uh, even to women. Were there even less, like, black women there, too? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I'm trying to think as far, I think it was me, there was maybe, I can literally count on one hand the amount of black people. <laughs> Are you just like, me, yep, that's one. Well, one he, hand. <laughs> another another no. animator, that mm-hmm. was a, he was an animator, mm-hmm. he was also black. I think there was another guy in the backgrounds department, mm. but honestly, maybe, I'll... I'll Take a, a stretch, maybe one other. I think that was a, just in the Bob's building. That wow. was how many black people were there. Mm-hmm. But 
I think it was really nice. I mean, every not just be like, oh, black people, you know, we got we stick together, but like, all of the guys in my um, my department were great. Like, mm-hmm. not just because this guy was black, like you know, it was right. nice to have, you know, that there yeah. as well, like the, or just any job. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Because you know, he reminds me of my bro- <laughs> my brother. He's <laughs> like older version because mm-hmm. he acts like a younger version. Yeah. But um, they were all. Like, I don't know how it might have been for anyone else, like, in any other areas, but just, mm-hmm. they were very accommodating, they were very helpful to me, and even, like, if I had personal stuff I wanted to talk with them about, you know, they were open to listening to me, and we yeah. kind of became, like, a little family. <laughs> like, I always wanted an older brother. So, <laughs> I got, like, six. <laughs> and, and we still keep in touch a lot, you know, like, they introduced me to, like, games and stuff. We're all, we all like kind of similar things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So the environment was, I think, one of the best that I've had just in general at different studios. Mm-hmm. This was like my favorite just because of how close knit everyone was and how helpful. You know, I had some experiences prior with other jobs that weren't as uh, that yeah. way. Mm-hmm. But, so coming from that and going into this, I was, like, a little bit, you know, nervous. Mm-hmm. But they were very welcoming. So, and I was, like, really sad to leave them. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, How many uh, burning things contests did they do? Uh, we have no burning here, <laughs> sadly. No, no Christmas No fire, burning. no burning. What? No burning. Wow. The closest, I don't know. This doesn't sound close-knit. The closest, <laughs> no. the closest burning... Might have been at the the premiere. Oh, when I got hired on, it happened to be right when the new season premiere was starting. Oh wow! Which was amazing because oh, cool. it's like literally a week, like that the next week after I got hired, they were like, "Oh, we're having a premiere party for this like super intense episode we just worked on." Nice. And you're invited. I'm like, I, I didn't even do anything. I just I just started here. Right? But heck yeah, I love parties. That's cool. They had like, you know, like a, a burning thing for the burgers. They're making these burgers and making like a show out oh, of it. Oh, nice. And it was really nice. And it was like this nice place downtown. But, um, so I kind of just jumped on the wagon. Like, I watched the episode that they had made, but mm-hmm. I'm like, I mean, it looks amazing. And they were just like, ah, we worked so hard on this <laughs> deadline. And I was like, oh, uh, well, you got, you, you yeah. got through, you did it, right? You yeah. did it. It's like, yeah, this was really awesome. Yeah. But I came to learn, like, shortly after the amount of work it takes to get into some of those episodes and the, mm. the detail involved, yeah. Uh-huh. I kind of wanted to go back to just, mm. like, your main title as a character animator as yeah. a whole. And I feel like that's something that a lot of people tend to not necessarily dismiss, but a lot of people kind of push for just being a board artist when they come out here because a lot of people are always like, animation isn't done over here anymore. There's oh, no, it's there's, dead. There's, there's, yeah. dead. There's no work in TV for, anima- uh, for actually mm. animating. And the closest thing you can get is boarding because it almost is animating now. And yeah. there's also retake animation. Yeah, there is yeah. that, but um, but like, how do you kind of co- combat that uh, viewpoint? Because you are thriving as like a, literally an animator out yeah. here in a war- in a industry where most of it is overseas. Well, I know 
that, when you bring that up, because a lot of my friends that were already out here, they mm-hmm. were all board artists, mm-hmm. and I was just like the only one looking for animation work at the time, because mm-hmm. they were just like, oh, like, so how, how's it going with the animation? And I'm like, I mean, you know, <laughs> yeah. I, I know you guys can help me so much just because, you know, you're looking for different work, but... As far I've heard the term that anim- 2D is dying, especially for 2D animation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because I just knew I wanted to work for television and animation. And I know, again, nowadays a lot of it is outsourced. Like, mm-hmm. And even at a lot of the bigger studios, like Bento Box, um, and I think Shadow Machine too, they do, it's mostly outsourced. And so when you come on as an animator, you're primarily a retake animator. Mm-hmm. But... I think because, like, where I was working, they still do, like, small side projects that involve, like, you know, straight-up animation mm-hmm. and, you know, working with the credits and stuff. So you, it's not like you're completely just, like, move, moving stuff around, like, mm-hmm. as a retake animator. You still have opportunities to do more work. So it's not like if you decide to work for a bigger show or something, mm-hmm. that's all. You're going to move people's forever. Like, you have different opportunities for that, but... I think it's like a personal preference because, or like based based off of what you want to do. Mm. Like I know there are a bunch of smaller studios, like where I'm working at now, Six Point. They do it's kind of more project based, mm-hmm. and there are a few still out here that you know just take on a bunch of client works from from bigger companies, and then it's all done in house, like animation wise. Mm-hmm. So if that's something that you know you are fine with, like then more power to you. There are studios out there that do that. You just have to find, you know, you have to do your research a lot. A lot of, like, of course, it's not going to be as easy as, say, maybe a board artist where there's way more opportunities, especially for those bigger, like, Nickelodeon and whatnot. Like, Mm -hmm. they don't really hire... I know there was something I saw about, like, maybe looking for an animator for side projects, but primarily... uh, at a studio that's what you'll get um and i i see myself as my interests they kind of go they're really broad Mm -hmm. so animation is really my first love like and i will continue to do it you know like i would love to continue to do it Mm -hmm. as long as i am able to but i a part of me also does want to continue to work like say for a cartoon network mm. or nickelodeon and i know again opportunities are limited just for animation mm-hmm. but me personally like i also have an interest in production and i know that some people might be like what like well, you're an artist but production and like that's uh, mm. kind of uh, two separate things but while i was at bob's i was talking to my supervisor about it because I asked him, I was like, hey, you know, I love animation and I love, like, working creatively, but I also enjoy aspects of the, like, production and, like, interacting with different artists and whatnot, and I feel like my personality is pretty, you know, it it would work well with that as well, Mm -hmm. and asking him, you know, like, where does that put me (laughs) as, like, a person, like, what should I focus on, but he mentioned going like the producer route which mm-hmm. again is not for everyone but where you kind of get to dabble in both areas like mm-hmm. production as well as still kind of having like a creative foot 
hold on certain things. Mm-hmm. Or another option is if you want to just do your solo thing and start your own mm. like adventure, uh, like for, especially for animation, if you want to start up. Some of my coworkers are kind of going that route now, where they want to. They're working on side projects or side studio stuff because mm-hmm. they want to make their own, you know, content, which is also great. Yeah. So, again, you really have to know what you want to do as either an animator, an artist, and like kind of pursue that direction, mm-hmm. like where you want to go. If you want to do your own thing, if you want to. If you're fine just working with smaller studios, like if you enjoy that vibe, which is great. Like I, I also like smaller studios as well because you get to connect more with the artists there. Mm-hmm. Or if you want to work for a bigger studio and you're okay with doing retakes with side stuff, or if you want to go a different path, like uh-huh. you know, the world is open to you. <laughs> <laughs> so just follow what what you might be interested in and. And also get advice from other people that have worked in the industry as well, because they'll, they've done it. Like yeah. they, yeah. you know, you're if you're new, exactly. And like and tell them and, and feel yeah. comfortable talking to them about it, because again, like how I wanted to, I had that inkling I wanted to do both, or maybe in the future, maybe not right now. You know, like they'll kind of give you a pathway to be like, hey, maybe you should look into doing this and mm-hmm. see if that's something that you want to do. So. Yeah. I have a quick question. Yeah. Uh, because we said retakes a lot, and I feel like yeah. not a lot of people know what a re- uh, retake animator is. Can yeah. you like quickly say what a retake oh, animator is? Oh, explain that. Yeah. Well, basically, when the animation, I guess from Bob's perspective, it's like shipped out, they'll do like a rough, like there's the process of, of course, production, which is like right. writing the episode, uh, then you get video rewrites, and then they board it. And then they'll board it, and then they'll ship it out to a different studio or company overseas. Mm-hmm. And then we'll get it back. I think they call it like a color pass. Mm-hmm. And once they get it back, it's already kind of gotten. I think the audio is done pretty early on, or like mm-hmm. the first pass of audio. Mm-hmm. So they'll get it back. And what we would do is we, um, when the color came back, we'd do a screening of it just to see like, it's it looks pretty clean. But there's a lot of small things because the studios, I think there's maybe a cultural, sometimes there can be a cultural difference thing as far as them interpreting our boards because mm. it's like they'll think this is, like say, this expression looks a certain way. So we think they're, is he like sad and then they'll animate it that way. Uh. And then it's like, no, we were kind of going more for this kind of a vibe, but they won't understand that. Right. So once we get it back, um, we would do kind of like we we would start the process of retakes, which is basically any kind of small changes that the director on the show or like the producer like want to implement into like the new version, like make him not look sad, make him look like you know a little bit happier, like a hint of a smile. So as the animators, we would come in and make those changes based off of what you know the feedback we're getting. And it'll basically do a process of going back and forth between us and the producers and finding that middle ground as to like, okay, this is finally done. Like this shot is done. It could be between one, one extra version to like five extra versions. Mm. 
typically they don't like when it goes that high <laughs> because again that's taking time and right. constantly changing you know information or so the fewer retakes that are done the better mm-hmm. based off of time and once we've done like any kind of changes to the animation like the overall show then it'll enter like the final process where they'll do on any final editing all that stuff and some of the retake notes could be like oh we changed this line mm. and so now he doesn't say this he says this so you have to go back reanimate the lip sync to match the new audio mm. or there's like oh there's a new sound cue that's coming in so now we need this ball dropping here mm. and that could be you know over the process of that week because different things are coming in at different stages in the pipeline mm-hmm. so sometimes it's like you have to go back and edit it to make sure it matches up and then it looks amazing when it airs yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah that's uh, for shows you know like that are aired and like typically that goes on each week we would get uh, how they staggered the schedule we'd be the board artists would be working on later episodes mm-hmm. and we'd be finishing up the ones that were shipped out that we would get back so it's kind of like once we finish one we'll just jump on to the next one that's coming out cool so, awesome I think we are about at that time where we could probably take a Twitter question Oh yeah, Twitter question. <laughs> hey, <laughs> we got one. This episode's Twitter question comes from at Entertainerd, and the question is: <clears throat> Would you love to know what Bria Jones likes and maybe dislikes about working with Flash and Toon Boom in animation production? Hmm. Like, what are the big? I guess what are the big differences when yeah. you're working? Because yeah, because mm-hmm. uh, at six point you're working solely in animate CC, yeah, animate CC, mm-hmm. and then at Bob's it was all harmony. Yeah. Like, well, I think firstly from working off of transitioning from a software I'd used for like two years to six straight in production to like another software that I hadn't used in a long time was a challenge just because of you know you're relearning all how to navigate both of them um personally i think well i personally think harmony is a lot easier to use only because say if you harmony has what's called like a node view where mm-hmm. you can basically see a hierarchy of all of your assets so it's like i'm a very visual you know person uh-huh. so seeing like everything laid out in like little blocks I can, if I need to move something around, move something higher in the timeline or below, it's all kind of like in a setup box area so I can do that easily. Mm-hmm. And as far as moving, speaking of moving assets, uh, like in Harmony, if you have a drawing layer and you just want to tweak the position of the drawing, like if you have multiple frames of a drawing layer mm-hmm. and you want to just tweak, like move it somewhere else on the stage mm-hmm. you just add a peg boop, mm-hmm. to the drawing layer and then move that peg and voila it's moved it's amazing mm-hmm. it's quick and easy and you mm-hmm. can see where it is located in the node view so now going to animate cc or flash <laughs> <laughs> everything is kind of housed within itself mm. so there is no node view <laughs> so it's not like visually there for you to just easily move around you have to kind of once you make 
I guess instead of it being pegs or symbols mm-hmm. and animate CC. So once you're like, say you have this complex or not even complex, just like your character rig and you need to go in and fix, like make him blink or something. Mm-hmm. You have to kind of, on the timeline, you just see like, hey, a layer and this is like your symbol of your character guy, but mm-hmm. you can't see anything else about him. You have to click into him uh-huh. and then you have okay, now here's his head, here's his body on different layers, but I want his eyes to click into the head layer Mm -hmm. to get to just his pupils. So, and you can't see, you have to just keep clicking in until you get to where you want to be, do the animation there, and then when you click out, of course, you have to kind of rename, or what do you call it, re-sync up what Uh, you've done. You have to sync up everything. Yeah, and it's really hard to... And sometimes, like, uh, CC or Flash will automatically loop all of your frames. So once, and it'll just look like a jittery mess. Yeah. (laughs) So you kind of have to, like, go in and, you know, retweak all, like, the layers so they don't loop. Mm -hmm. Or if you just want the eyes to hold the, you know, his open eyes for that, like, length of time, you have to make sure it's set to a certain frame. Mm -hmm. So it's a lot of going in, being technical, and... And not being able to see. Oh, if you have to move something, that's a whole other thing. Because oh, yeah. you have to make a symbol for your symbol just to move it. Oh. Right. So, versus, you know, easily attaching a peg, which is a click away. Yeah. <laughs> and seeing it in harmony, yeah. you have to like do this you, whole involved process. Right. If you have multiple frames or, like, an animation, like, not even in a symbol yet. Like, if it's not in, like... If you animate it outside of symbols, yeah, like your you, life is over. Right? You want to oh, move geez. that thing? No. You can't even move it. And that's why like, what I've been doing. You could move it, but it'll like you have to like resync everything. You'd have like, to readjust every yeah, exactly. single drawing, that every frame of every right. drawing. I've never gotten that in depth with a flash before. Like I've used it for oh lip just sync. for some oh yeah I've just used it for lip sync stuff and like mess with symbols. I haven't gone that in depth with like full on animating. Oh yeah, I've done <laughs> full straight on animation and animate Pro Two, which is basically like a step down from harmony anyway but not having the like the visual like key of the nodes and whatnot like the, yeah. the thing is a bit odd yeah i think i've just been well i think again going back from harmony like it's like you've been spoiled because you can Almost. everything's laid out so clearly mm-hmm. and i was speaking with one of the my coworkers who had worked in Harmony before, because I was still trying to, like, re-get back into using the program, and, like, oh, I, I know how to do these things. It's just, like, can I do them with this program? Mm-hmm. Like, or even masking is just so much easier in Harmony yeah. because you just click, like, put a node on it, and then you can invert the mask, and it's simple. Mm-hmm. But in Flash, they don't do, like, an inverted mask. So you, it's a way more involved, a lot more like drawing over to mask, you know, whatever you're trying to hide. And I asked him, I was like, you know, is there not a simple way to do this? He's like, no. <laughs> He's like, well, no. Like, or if you're drawing, even with like a brush tool, because I do a lot of like brush use in Flash. Mm-hmm. And say you draw like this, like weird, or this character face or whatever, and it's connected, like you draw the ears or something. And you want to just erase like you just want to cut that line that's like intersecting his head where the ear should be mm-hmm. in harmony you can click the cutter boop you cut that line right away mm-hmm. and flash 
it merges all of the strokes yeah. unless you use the drawing object oh, tool. Yeah, the pen tool. So and I'm like, so there's they're not a cutter. No. <laughs> nope. There's not a cutter. So you either have to like, you can pull away strokes, which is like, why would you do that? Right. Or you can you just have to go back in and erase, or just be really meticulous about where you how you draw your lines. Because it's all vector lines. Right? Yeah, it's and vector. It, and, it, and it adds like a whole bunch of yeah, um, like like points onto it right yeah so you can't even adjust like strokes like in harmony if you use the the white arrow tool to use like the strokes you can it'll like keep it all contact uh, like you know the same thing but in flash every little point is like a stroke because it's like a oh, it's registering it all but i guess the good thing about <laughs> i was thinking, saying all the bad things about flash but the good things with like speaking about vectors is you know resizing um stuff is no problem at all because you know it doesn't matter it's a vector it's not yeah. a bitmap or whatever mm-hmm. um what else is good about flash <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the layout you could change the color of the layout to that's be true like it's easy to do like kind of effects like with shape tweening and whatnot you can if you've ever messed with that like Mm-hmm. It's not a like, color changes are no problem. Mm-hmm. It's just dealing with and again people who have worked with it primarily, you know, mm-hmm. that's what they're used to. So yeah. Yeah. I think it's just a difference in what you're used to working with and what's effective. Some, yeah. They, they produce like some crazy stuff that's like really amazing like over at Tittenhouse like cool. yeah, wall flash. and flesh. Yeah. It's like so, how <laughs> right? And people a lot of like my old coworkers have you know that's all they know was flash before so coming in now that harmony is becoming bigger mm-hmm. you know a lot of the younger people that are being taught harmony like mm-hmm. even one of my producers at six point was saying like they're having problems looking for harmony animators just because a lot of people like you know don't really they've been taught that i've already been working flash right. so it's like harmony is really new to them mm. but i know like it's a lot of SCAD kids where I am, I'm at just because I know we work in Harmony a lot, yeah. but I guess when the softwares tend to change, I know Harmony is kind of pricey, but you know, if it's becoming the norm for animation production or used a lot, then people will just have to start learning. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah, the thing. It's like kind of adjusting, but again, Flash is still widely used. Like, mm-hmm. Like you said, Titmouse, I know Shadow Machine uses Flash. Six Point uses Flash. So, if they utilize it on Gumball too a little bit. Oh, yeah. 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 I love Gumball. Yeah. Gumball's I think good. Uh, the studio That's I'm working at back, back uses Flash mm-hmm. a bit. Like, I think, I'm, I mean, I, I'm storyboarding at Oddbot, and I think this project, like, they maybe just got storyboard pro for the project i'm working on yeah like like just got a lot it. of people so I think they primarily mm-hmm. use like flash or the adobe suite versus using yeah and uh, i know the toon boom suite <laughs> <laughs> toon boom that's what it's gonna be probably soon right oh god they're probably gonna hike up the price too <gasps> i'm not looking forward to 900 dollars a month oh god <laughs> for the software yeah yeah all right so Let's go to Teen Titans question. Who's your favorite Teen Titans character? Let's start there. <laughs> Who do you think is my favorite? Ooh, that's a good... Oh. <laughs> All right, so I'm thinking... Starfire. I might be <laughs> yes. Robin. Ooh, wow, Starfire. Starfire right. is 
me. Because <laughs> I see more Starfire than the other teammates, just because there's one extra. Oh, <laughs> nice. Yeah. Ooh, you got some Sherlock Holmes yeah. skills. <laughs> Starfire has always been my favorite, mm-hmm. um, but I have a special place for all of them. Right, yeah. Um, on your shelf. <laughs> there's a lot of Starfire a... on your shelf. Um, well, I have I only four. One, two, three. I only see three things. There's four. Where's the fourth one? Well, you forget. There's, there's more in here. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I didn't have to. Well, I, oh I my went god, to, that's so awesome. I Wait, went, where does... Okay, I, the podcast people can't see this, but we're, we're in Bree's apartment. We're in Bree's apartment. And she, we're looking at all her collectible stuff and like hidden behind oh bags are even more collectibles. We're like, whoa, wait a minute. Those are from about? WonderCon and oh, I just nice. never haven't put them away. I'm trying to find room. There's a lot of, I need spring cleaning happening here because mm-hmm. like everyone has space. There's a lot of Teen Titans and yes. anime mm-hmm. and, and manga beautiful. and I'm comics. still a cool person, guys. <laughs> Don't no, let that fool you. An even more cool I'm super person. cool. There's some <laughs> Some Overwatch. Overwatch is hip, right? That's love, what people are into. I actually now these love days. Overwatch. Oh yeah, you're the an Overwatcher. Over, the, no, the Overman. Oh, you're Overman. <laughs> oh, oh, is that the Overman? <laughs> um, I actually got into Overwatch while I was on Bob's. One of my coworkers mm-hmm. was like, "Do you play?" And mm-hmm. I'm like, "I don't play those multi online player games. <laughs> I just I have I have games, but I normally play single player. Like Animal Crossing and The Sims are my go to." Mm-hmm. Wait, so, did you just say The Sims? Yes, I did say How do Sims. you have time to do anything? Because <laughs> The Sims is a death sentence. I was playing it. Wow. Tired are you coming in? Wow. Well, see, you just got to find the time the to play, is, obviously. There is You're just never like, I got any, a minute. I got one minute. There's never any time to play The Sims. I could cook some No, some no. Fish. You don't understand. I could cook some eggs in The Sims. Oh. <laughs> and then, let's stop. No, you don't understand. <laughs> when you turn The Sims on, mm-hmm. and it's like 7 in the morning, uh, and, and you, you look up, and it's 10 at night. Right. It yeah. is an addicting game. Uh, that's right. Game. Like, it's an it's a escalated or uh, fast forward times, right? So like one minute, it will be like... No, I'm saying in real life. you oh, in real life. Oh, for you in real life. You, oh, you will wake up saying, in the like, morning, and then like, you will look you up You're like, wait, what? Like, I thought it was... Oh, no. Because that happens to my whole day playing Sims. That's I, why I don't play Sims oh anymore. Because no. I will, because re- I will like lose an entire you will just day. Not, <laughs> you'll just not be social. This, well, I think because it's now good, I found other games like like Overwatch because I didn't, I had never played those type of games before, and mm. then I, I and it looked really cool. That's I think what drew me to it. And I told my friend who I'm trying to get him to play, and he was saying he was really drawn to like the art. Uh, the art of the series, like you know, the characters are really colorful. Yeah. It's not like your typical Call of Duty, like right. shooty shooty thing. I mean, there's elements to it, but overall, and there's like a storyline and everything. So I think that's what drew me to it. And I'm like, you know, I'll I'll try it. And then after that, <laughs> I kind of like fell off the deep end just because I can get really into. Like, mm-hmm. new things, not just games, just in general, like, yeah. something I'm interested Reaper. in. You got a little Reaper t-shirt. Over I love Reaper. <laughs> he was my favorite. Um, when I when I first started the game, and, like, you have, like, your, what, your different hero picks. You can pick any of them. Like, mm-hmm. if you're in Tekken and you're picking your fighter. Mm-hmm. And I saw him, and I was like, he's badass. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, I like him. I like his edginess. And he became my main. Because <laughs> I like edgy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm like a secret edgelord. <laughs> I want to be. So, 
I love him, but yeah, like, and I, I do still play The Sims. It's just, t- just cutting yourself off, like, at the point where it's like, <laughs> stop, play. And even, even with Overwatch, I, I still play a lot, and I, it's like a love-hate relationship. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because even, uh, gaming is a whole other thing, but, like, the community is my first time experiencing, like, toxic people (laughs) or the all of that like gamer slang that i didn't know like becoming more into streaming lately and like twitch and stuff and Mm -hmm. the little bit of time i spent at adult swim with twitch was like this is a whole this is like a whole new world (laughs) of things but i really enjoy it and yeah it's just something that i like to do that's become my secret like pastime is gaming um i okay so we're finally wrapping up so do you have any final thoughts that you want to leave listeners with um well i think as far as job related stuff goes Mm -hmm. if you're trying to pursue either animation or whatever like any aspect of it just being persistent Having a good network is key, 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 key. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Connect with so many people because you will never know, or you will know so many people that have worked in with someone else in the same industry. Like You think the industry is really big, but it's actually really small mm-hmm. <laughs> in a sense that everyone's worked with someone else down the line. Mm-hmm. So, or if you have any like school-related connections they've that have worked in the industry, they might know someone. And that can always be a good in for you, especially if you're trying to apply for jobs versus the online application that, of course, that's with like 200 other people. Mm. Um, And just kind of go after like what you want. Like I know, don't be afraid to take risks. I know like in my case, I wanted to work, I knew I wanted to work for TV and work in animation and even aside from wanting to live here, you know, it's like I knew I had to be in the like be here mm-hmm. in order to make that happen because it wasn't happening otherwise. So not being afraid to take those risks because then, you know, the end result could be, you know, really great. You just mm-hmm. wouldn't know if you, you know, don't get comfortable and be okay with being comfortable, I'd mm-hmm. say, you know. Especially, you know, if you want to work and have big dreams. And L.A. is a big place for big dreams. You don't have to be in L.A. You could be in New York or wherever you want to be in your life. So just kind of keep that goal in your mind. And, yeah, work hard. Work hard on your art. And, yeah, keep a keep a good, a good posse <laughs> in your back pocket. Oh yeah. Oh awesome. yeah. <laughs> thank you so much for being well, on the thank podcast. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Thank you for having us over yeah. here. Sorry for uh, tangents. <laughs> <laughs>Thanks for listening to the podcast, everyone. To keep up with us, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Black and Animated. And be sure to listen for more episodes on blackandanimated.podbean.com and on iTunes. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are of the respective individual and do not reflect the views of our employers. Thanks, guys. Until next time, see you later.